When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love you so much. Welcome to the family. I'm Cassie Schrader sitting in for Tom Bernard. And to the right of me, we got... JB's here. <laughs> Jesse Mae Beluso's here. Marty Caproni. And Brian Gallagher. <laughs> This is going to be a fun show, I have a feeling. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. We are back with the family again. Jessamy Peluso in studio, who's going to be at House of Comedy tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. She's jamming. She's been you jamming have to jam all morning. Oh, flashback Friday. I know. Girls she, just want to have fun. I know. Everyone's like, oh, I'm such a Madonna fan. I'm like, psh. She ain't got nothing on Cindy no, Lauper. Cindy Lauper was Madonna it, is like the cocaine of music, and Cindy Lauper's like the acid. <laughs> if you had to equate them to, to drugs. Oh, I was such a Cindy fan. I even tried to do my hair like her when I was little. I, my, I told my my mom was a hairdresser, and uh, she would kind of, I was kind of her guinea pig, and she'd give me perms, and oh, then I no. would just kind of throw out. So then I was like, Mom, let's, so I get that. Um, colored hairspray. Yeah, and I would just and I go would, wild. You yes, go ham. I'm Cindy Lauper. <laughs> I saw her live last year. Uh, she opened up for Rod Stewart. 
Which Rod one? Stewart is still touring. Is he still wearing tight pants? <laughs> yes. Very shiny, tight leather pants and his <laughs> bright, big hair. Yes. His head looks painful. His, I can't imagine <laughs> passing that child. And like Rod Stewart as a kid, his head was huge. And singing his song to East. Think I'm sexy? Oh, yes, he did, I know. and he still can rock it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't find him attractive, but he, he, <laughs> I like how you uh, you complimented him, and then you under 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 yeah. your breath, you like. Well, I like his music. He can still rock it. He should be dead any week now. But, yeah, I'm uh, like, can he be 80 singing? Do you think I'm sexy? Apparently so, because he does it. He still struts <laughs> that stage. He has. I was shocked how much energy he had still. That's was, cocaine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's not natural energy. That's definitely cocaine. But it energy. was a. I was blown away by that show. Yeah. That's I, amazing. I didn't have these high expectations, and then when I saw it, I'm like, "Holy crap! This is a, one of the top concerts I've ever been to." Cindy was great. He was great. I thought it, the two paired up on going on tour was kind of odd. That's bizarre, mm-hmm. but also bizarre enough where you're like, I think I need to go to that. Yeah, that's how I was like, that would be an interesting concert. I think I, it's smart to not have high expectations for anything in life. Yeah. Like the fact that you didn't have high expectations, then you can at least be yeah, pleasantly then you're not surprised. Disa- yeah. yeah, you're not disappointed. For music or dicks. Can I say dicks? <laughs> yeah, There's a kid in the room. Oh, don't worry about it. He hears everything. <laughs> We have a house full of teenagers. Lord knows what they say when I'm not around. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just tell him he's just, he hasn't earned the right to say anything like that. That's he's not smart. Yeah, he's not old enough. I said, when, you, when you're old enough and you've earned the right, then you can cuss and swear. That's good. I like that. So, because oh he... He'll be so foul-mouthed by that time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's why I'm foul-mouthed. I'm like, geez, my life. But, um, yeah, I love going. To, do you like going to concerts? I don't. Oh, really? I don't like uh, being surrounded by a bunch of people mm-hmm. where I can't see an exit that I can get to <laughs> in a swift moment. Smart. Yeah. Just a bunch of drunk people that probably wouldn't even calculate or register an emergency. They're like, yeah. what? It's just the music. Yeah, my, my husband and I, we go to a lot of concerts together because he travels a lot for his job, you know, because he's in TV and, and does his radio stuff and does a lot of conferences. So, like, when he's home, that's kind of our date night. We that's go fun. Out. Yeah, that's cool. so we try and mix it up like we've seen. Well, one was really fun. Was Have you heard of Hairball? Hairball? I've had a couple. Hairball. I had one this morning. <laughs> so have my cats. I brought it in for you. That's a band? <laughs> well, it's what it is, it's like this compilation of 80s hairband music, oh. but they come out dressed as like, uh, you know, Ozzy Osbourne, or they'll come out as like ACDC. That's pretty cool. And they kick ass. You know, they're just, they're great. What do you need, honey? He's showing you Bunny. He wants to show you Bunny. <laughs> Oh, it's the old. I know. It's the I old am thing. ovulating. When, you, when I my son was young, I could he could not talk to me all day long. Right. And as soon as I picked up the phone, yep. he was in my face. That's exactly <laughs> like he'll be home. He'll be in a in a corner of the house on his tablet for three hours. I won't hear from him as mm-hmm. soon as I need to do work, or I have to you know focus something. your energy. Yep. Mom, 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 mom. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm still that way with my mom. Mommy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a cutie. Yeah, it's MEA week. Although I just saw a news story. You might be interested in this, JB. I just saw a news story that um, the attendance. Do you know what MEA is? No, what is that? It's a conference that all the teachers throughout the state. Oh, that's right. It's happening Minnesota right now. Minnesota Educators yeah, right now. Association. And yeah. I guess the attendance is so low that... And of course, it's my school district mm-hmm. that I saw on the on the news report that next year they're not doing it <gasps> because they're just like this isn't worth our time. Yeah, uh, it was originally for to excuse seniors in high school to go visit colleges, right? Uh. And then somehow the teachers took it over, and schools were let out for two, and it, it became this unske this scheduled vacation. Where they go to another city or whatever. and Right. Well, and then families started planning their lives around, like, another two days of vacation to go somewhere, and this, that, and the other. And it's just, just become this tourist 
thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> strange how it's evolved into that. Right. I know. It's like, I don't even know. Why don't they do that over the summer? I you know? It's like. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with the original attempt, which was to let juniors and seniors go visit college. Yeah. Now it's all the kids? Like now every it's all grade? Student, or teachers. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, he's in second grade. He really needs to start thinking about college. Yeah. I don't want to put a lot of pressure yeah. on anybody. Yeah, but. I know, right? <laughs> Yale? What do you like? What would you like to do when you grow up? Football. Football. <laughs> Football. Or play games all day. Hey, buddy, you know where I'm from? I'm from the place where the best football in the world is played. I didn't know you were from Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh. oh, you must have missed the. We don't talk season? about it. Yeah, we don't no, talk about don't, that. that didn't happen. Oh, you didn't see that happen? Oh, this is this is uh, skull country here. So. Well, listen, I'm a New England Patriots fan. Die hard. Oh, uh, not another one. <laughs> what do you guys want, man? I'm sorry that you guys hate excellence. You know, I mean, what do you? <laughs> Cheaters. Watch me in this conversation. Derek cheaters. It's not where the best hockey's played. Yeah. That's right. Where's the, the best, best hockey, hockey is played, played in St. Louis, it, where I'm from. It's from. So. It's actually played in Canada, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I, I, well, I but have a year. patriot. I have a patriot on my uh, fantasy football team. Who do you got? I can't even remember. Oh, That's okay. how, how important I love New some, England. Some guy, Tom Brody. Um, <laughs> Tom yeah. Brody. Well, speaking of football, the Madden curse mm-hmm. is live and yeah, well because Pat, went down last night. he blew out his knee. I, you know, if I was a football, but do you guys know the Madden curse? No, right, I don't. Right. I don't. I didn't Jess know when the Super strong. Bowl was. Okay. <laughs> I didn't okay. know when the Super Bowl was. Well, all the you know Xbox they have the Madden games yeah. where every year they put out a new. Uh, John Madden game, and every time someone has appeared on the cover, they get hurt. They get hurt. That's weird. I know. That's strange. That's on like dark arts. Stuff. I can put it into terms that you'll it's understand though. Where her boyfriend's from, Kansas. He's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Mm-hmm. The quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs is a kid named Patrick Mahomes. He's very good. I don't think he likes Kansas City Chiefs. I think he's a Jets fan for some reason. <laughs> no, no, he's yeah. a Chiefs fan. Because him and I were arguing in text. Oh, uh, were you? Yeah, during the okay. playoffs. Okay, I thought he liked the Jets. See, I don't even know what football my boyfriend likes. <laughs> I'm so out of touch with sports. I love football. <laughs> we live and breathe football during football season. But, yeah, it's it's crazy because, like, well, Teddy Bridgewater, who was a rookie quarterback sure. for the Vikings, he got put on the cover, and then he blew out his knee yep. in practice. Yeah, Could we just nasty. maybe agree that football is very dangerous? It is. Also, it is. Also a very good point. I think that's the allure of it. I mean, um, my kids love to play it. But, um, but yeah, so I don't know. And my husband's pretty bummed because he had Mahomes as his starting quarterback on his uh, fantasy football. So this week I'm going to kick his ass because I'm up against uh, him. Did you see them popping his kneecap ew, back ew, into place ew, on ew, camera? Ew, ew, okay, my, my stepson. <laughs> yeah, my stepson, okay. I get a call when I'm at work, and he's at the ER. I'm like, oh, my God. So I run to the emergency room. His kneecap was literally sitting on the yeah. side of his leg. Oh. And I'm like, and he's just sitting there holding it. And he's just looking at me like, yeah, they got to pop it back because he has a high pain tolerance. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. I would be throwing up all over myself. <laughs> and his dad's texting me, is he okay? I'm like, you don't want to know. Because <laughs> my husband's blown out his knees. And it, when he sees that kind of stuff, it just makes him, you know, wretch. But um, I won't you tell you guys. I won't tell you guys what I did to my knee because it will definitely make don't, me throw Don't, don't. Even just the discussion of it, I'm but, like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> I have too much of an imagination. <laughs> can't too yeah. visceral of imagination but when i was young i was playing i have four brothers and four sisters uh that's a big family yes it is catholic family um <clears throat> the brother above me and the brother below me were just screwing around there was a vacant lot next to my parents house which we eventually bought but that was kind of our football field our baseball sure. field and whatnot and we were screwing around football and the younger brother some Somehow he got tackled by the oldest and the older, and his kneecap went out of place. And my brother said, "Shut up! You wanted to play with us. You never tell anybody." And he smacked it back in place right there. And he jumped up, said it was fine, but he was all of what six, seven, so it was probably really, you know. Yeah, yeah you're a big. You're how tall are you? Six one. Yeah. Yeah, I had to do the same exact thing when I popped my knee out. 
Because I was a figure skater. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. You know what? You look like a figure skater. Do I? Yeah, yeah. you have I a figure skater. You I do. Tanya. You got that I, Tanya vibe. Oh, she's a bitch. <laughs> would, you, would you hit a bitch in the knee for the championship? <laughs> <laughs> no, I met Tanya Harding. and she wasn't a pleasant person. She doesn't uh, have a face of a pleasant person. Well, you want me to give you a scoop? Neither is Nancy Kerrigan, so really no, that's yeah, a 50-50 all, proposition. They were very stuck up. I didn't fit in that figure skating click. But, um, yeah, I landed on my... I did a jump, and when I landed, I landed at a weird angle and landed in my knee. I love how I said this stuff makes me throw up, and everyone's sharing their individual (laughs) knee pop. Go ahead, Marty. Tell yours. The next time we go to commercial, is is this going to be brought to you by the Minnesota Knee Clinic or something like that? (laughs) Oh, the MNC? All right, you want me to tell you what I did? I said MN. Here's what I did to my knee. Are you ready? Yeah, I want to hear. I was young. It was one of the first times my parents left me home alone. And I had gone to this place where they had showed us how in the old days they used to make the kids sew their own books, like with a with a big needle. Mm-hmm. So I decided. What? what? <laughs> it was like an was old, that? like a historical village. You guys don't have that. New England has it. Sounds them. like something from an M Night Shyamalan movie. No. So I I got a needle and I was going to sew my mom a card to thank my mom, and I dropped the needle and we had a shag rug. It was the 80s, but we had oh, a 70s no. shag. Oh, right? God, this is a nightmare. And I knelt down to find oh, the no. needle, and it <laughs> shot into my knee <laughs> in between the joint, <laughs> right into the thing, drove Stop into the waiting. bone, and then it <laughs> snapped off. Oh, God, it Hang on, I'm almost done. Hang on, I'm almost done. What's that crackling noise? Oh, it's and then my <laughs> And then my knee was locked. It was his knee. My knee was locked. Oh, yeah. So the only way to make it move was to, to I wore a channel in the back of the, the my the bone in my knee. Oh my god! And it was there for like four and a half weeks, and then they had to pull it out. Oh. Really? Yeah. Is everyone done? <laughs> Max, do you have a knee injury story you want to tell us? <laughs> do you have one? No. no. He does too. He just no, doesn't no, want no, to tell I've me. No, no, no. I've never. You promise. Had, I've never had a knee. Six minutes from now, if you're like, well, that reminds me of that time my knee. <laughs> no, got but shot right out. before, right before we get back to the hotel, I've got an awesome nail in the finger story to tell. You. I love that. And after the yeah, after the commercial break, we talk about giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Butterfingers. Oh jeez, he's being weird. But anywho. <laughs> So how do you how do you like working the the Minneapolis St Paul market? I think it's great. It's good people. Yeah, yeah, really well, really solid like real people you can have conversations with. Yeah, coming well, from L A. I mean, well, a lot of people, all the comedians that come through, they just say this is just a great venue and market, and the people are great. We love our comedy. Yeah, we're kind of one of those. Um, what do you, I'm trying to think of the word, but. It's kind of like one of those shot in the dark things where people don't think to come here. Yeah. But when they do, they're pleasantly surprised. They're low expectations. Yes. Because, you know, we're kind of fly. Yeah, we're kind of flyover country here. I would it? not call you guys flyover. Like Cape Girardeau, flyover. Yes. Oh, really? Flyover. Yeah. It's exactly. Cape it's Girardeau very, <laughs> is a little town in Missouri. They literally, it's uh-uh. one, like one of the <laughs> smallest towns ever. Mm-hmm. And their airport, like the person who that checks your bag in, also flies the plane. <laughs> True story that happened to me. This dude in like hot pink sunglasses grabbed my bags. I was like, oh, cool. And then like I go through <laughs> security and then he's flying the plane with oh. some other dude who's like sunglasses. <laughs> these these bros, they're bros. Uh-huh. They tr- it's like an eight-seater plane, like one of these tiny little, like, you know, propeller planes. And I'm sitting in the back. There's <laughs> seven other people, including the pilots. And they turn around, and they look like extras from, I don't know, Risky Business, because they have their sunglasses. <laughs> they're like, you guys ready to take off? I'm like, uh, have your balls descended? Because <laughs> you look five. I look like I could be your mom. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, at least they weren't, like, the bartender, too, because then I'd get a little worried. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how much have you up. had to drink before you're getting behind the, those wings? They you know? Denzel Washington the plane. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that never happened. I don't, yeah, I, I could just, like, see Denzel in that movie. He's just probably like, yeah, if I didn't have the liquor, I wouldn't have been able to do it. You know what I mean? He's the plane upside down. Are you kidding me? He's like, True story. I mean, more pilots fly drunk than people realize. I yeah. know. I have friends who are pilots. But it's so automated now. I mean, they it push is. a button and go. It's people harder to drive a bus. Drunk. It's harder to drive a bus. Yeah, my my oldest Models. boy wants to be an airline pilot. 
He's a smart kid. That's I know. Cool. Well, he he was like looking up the salaries and stuff. He's like, yeah. Mom, I can make bank. And <laughs> Not going to blow out your knee? You know, yeah, it's no easy job. Just yeah. blow out blow out a building. <laughs> <laughs> that one I don't think you're going to recover from. <laughs> you ever land in Seattle? Oh, yeah. That was like yeah. jarring. You get so close. You're like, oh, uh, someone taking over the plane? DC's Why like are we that going too. between buildings? DC's like that too. They make you because all the no fly zones. They make you fly and you, you just pitch and roll the whole time. The yeah. first time I was doing, it, I was like, "What in the hell is going on?" <laughs> I know some of these airports. Uh, well, because I've been around and like some airports are just horrible, horrible. I mean, Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis Airport. Have you ever been to the Miami airport? Oh, it's a nightmare. Being in a Miami airport, it's like being in a Miami club at like 3 a.m. where you're like, get me out of here. (laughs) And they have like no like food. There's no food and it takes forever to get out of it. Oh, I know. It's like walking through a laptop that was made in in 2025. (laughs) Like, What are all these hot pink lights? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Why does anybody have pants on? I know. It's It's women in high heels and fake nails and fake boobs. You're like, did I just walk into the set of some new movie based on... Housewives in Miami. I know some of these. Some of these airports, the logistics of them are just terrible. But we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll come back and, no! and bitch about airports. <laughs> we'll be right back. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment. What would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof that dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customers? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action And that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Pick great music. I do it? Yeah. I try and mix it up, but if you're talking about flying, you gotta bring in, you know, Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. There's a restaurant in town that plays Rat Pack music. Oh, the really? restaurant? That's yeah. awesome. But it's got great no, food just in too, the right? Yes. When you're pooping. <laughs> you know what? Well, great way That'd to be poop. great. Great way to poop. Way yeah, to poop. you'd be it, It's your one of the best restaurants in town. What's it is called? It? JD Hoyt's. Oh, okay. What kind of food is it? It is a. They they call themselves a roadhouse, or, but it it's a big portion place. <laughs> so typical American mm-hmm. portion. Yeah. So let me ask you as a question. They have pork chops about this big. Well, your hand is huge. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's, a that's a big chop. That's a big chop. That big and that thick. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I know. Uh, so that was my next question. I wanted to take her to get a Juicy Lucy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I know there's a so, spot. Okay, now, there's two you, you got two that, options to right. say to me whatever you say next. So go ahead and tell me what's the spot. Uh, the Nook. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 
Five eights no. or Matt's? Or, or Matt's. Matt's. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'm just pulling this Is out it of the, the air. Minneapolis burger? I'm a, I feel like I'm a Matt's person. I feel like I, I, that's, that's. Yeah. I th- personally, I think they all taste the same. Yeah. I think it's I the meat. Both. Yeah, that you you know you gotta have the good meats. But yeah. where's the f- original one from? It's Matt's, right? Right. That's... Yeah, Matt's. I think was the first one. And it, see, it, I mean, I no. su- I'm surprised we haven't had like a Juicy Lucy cook off yet oh. or heart attacks. You know what? It is? Everyone's too polite out here. Like you guys, <laughs> your rivalries out here are still like, we don't like you, okay? And then that's it. <laughs> like that's the most. The, we're not fond of your team, of my but mind, we're right? glad to have you here today. Yeah, that's Everything's exactly what it's okay. like. Don't worry about it. I go to other parts of the country, and they're literally like, they're you cutting each other's yeah. throat. You goddamn rabbit! I come here, and you're like, oh, you know. Uh, okay. They're like, oh, good well, for you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> for you, yeah. Well, yeah, we're play people. Minnesota nice. Super nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm surprised. That would actually kind of be a cool thing. A, yeah. A juicy Lucy festival, like mm-hmm. they have the rib fest. Right. You're right. Where everyone's competing with their ribs and sauce. Who the hell's cooking ribs out here? This is the most not barbecue yeah. weather. Oh, we no, barbecue. you can find some good barbecue out here. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a huge the, the rib fest. And, yeah, and it's expensive. I mean, I, I, I kind of want to say it was like $30 to enter, and then you get to go around and eat. Like You get like one rib per Thing or I'd be whatever. going around a couple times. One <laughs> rib I can't uh. eat food that the title of it is something I have, like liver, <laughs> ribs. I, I like I can't do that. It makes me so grossed out. I know, right? You're like just oh. you never had a ribs. good go ovary. <laughs> <laughs> They're opening at Coachella Pink next uterus? year. Pig uterus. <laughs> <laughs> People actually eat that stuff. Barbecue uterus, it's amazing. Oh, God, it's so good for your skin. It's basically like collagen. <laughs> oh, I know. It's probably some Hollywood starlet would start doing that. I rub it on my face every night. I actually, I do goat yoga and then <laughs> I bathe in pig uterus. That's what I got for cell turnover. <laughs> I've never done yoga, but I think if I did, I would do goat yoga. Goat yoga looks so fun. It does. Little goats the... climb around. How and I would imagine their hooves really get into the nooks and crannies of your back. Yeah, it looks like a nice back massage. Yeah. yeah. I love it when my cats will crawl up on my back and start kneading. I'm like, oh, yeah. They love it, too, because they can suck your soul out from the back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> cats suck out your souls. They do. Science. Four. Science. Four cats. Yeah, my odds are very slim. How many slim. kids? 11 total. Well, we have 11 total. We have adult children, but we have six school-age kids in the home. You must have okay. a fun home, even though it's hectic and How crazy. How many kids have you had? I physically have had three. Okay. Three biological. So you wow. three biological. My husband has eight. And then you got six. That's you, Max? Yeah. She yeah, had he, you? He, he's my youngest. That kid is so adorable. <laughs> it's, it, it kills me. He's getting adorable. closer and closer to me. You notice that? Uh-huh. He's like a young Clooney. He's like a young Clooney. So you have 11 kids in the house. No, not no, in the house. Six. Yeah, because okay. he, he has a lot um, of math. It's kid math. Four yeah. adult children, and then we have six school age kids in our home, and then his youngest son lives with his mom, and we have him like every weekend. Oh so wow. at, at times, usually every weekend when I have all the kids, it's seven kids in the house. That's oh fun. Ranging God. from 17 down to seven. Oh my God. That's wild. Yeah. I like that. It's like traditional. It's never a dull moment in our whole life. I was going to say, you must never sleep. No, not really. <laughs> and it's really good for your mental health to have all that community. You know, yeah. you have so many people to talk to and yell at and <laughs> tell them to put things down. I know. Stop <laughs> doing that. Get that, that out of your mouth. Yeah. I read something funny about parenting. It said parenting is somewhere between. Get that out of your mouth and ah, uh, fuck it. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Like... <laughs> oh, God. I know. So true. Are like you last... here to sit with me, Max? You can come sit next to me. La- like last night, I come downstairs. Come I hear one of the kids up, and I go down there. My son's wearing one of those um, flapper hats. Yes. You know, the ones with the, you can the ears, pin up. Yep. Yeah, he's wearing that with these sunglasses with red lenses and he's making this nerdy voice making a pix- a low quality pixelated video about people making fun of his android phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is going where do what where am heck? I? What, what is going on? I know. It's just like sometimes the kids do things and I just shake my head. I'm like, I have no idea. Like in one time I came out of my bedroom and he had one of those <laughs> 
shower Bluetooth speakers with the suction cup. Yeah. Stuck onto his stomach and he was dancing to Toto's Africa. Um, is he single? Good music taste, right? Great music taste. What are you doing? Sounds like a fun time. Sometimes the music's inside you, like literally. I think we've hit a stage in in human development. We've peaked. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent, JB. We're devolving. We're devolving. <laughs> That's why they're turning people into half robots now. Oh, you know oh. what I mean? Like, we've all become, f- like, full a-hole, and now... Full a-holes? Yeah, full a-holes, and now... I'm being nice. A little I know. Bit nice and then, and then uh, now they're gonna you're going to be, like, a half a a-hole, and then, like, a half a robot. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's, well, whatever. As long as the robots do a better job of cleaning, I'm fine with it. <laughs> well, we tried that. The Roomba. Doesn't really work. It doesn't. No. I don't. Can robots get into nooks and crannies? Like people don't even do that. You know what I, I mean? Know. No one uses the attachments. I use the attachments mm-hmm. on, a, on a vacuum yes. cleaner. I love attachments. Uh, are attachments great? You get right into the corners of something. I, I love. We're in the couch. Version. I love sucking dirt out of corners so much. <laughs> I get high and clean all day. I love how you say that I have anxiety. But you use the attachments on a vacuum. I don't know if that's anxiety. I think it's that's more like anxiety. anal retentiveness. Yeah. I just I like it very, anxiety. very clean. No. Not really. I'm a clean freak. Like, when I clean, I clean. I'm, like, throwing bleach everywhere. Oh, yeah. I'm scrubbing. just scrubbing. You know, because, like, I'll tell the kids, oh, clean the bathroom. I'll go in there. They literally take one Clorox wipe, wipe the sink down, and they're <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> no. I no. The floor needs to be clean. The toilet needs to be clean. The tub. Sanitized. Women yes. sanitize. Men just shift stuff around. <laughs> 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 it's just moving things around. That's not true. <laughs> You clean, JB? I clean. Well, you're an exception to the rule. I know. It's so fun to watch men dust. (laughs) 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 They just go around everything. You can pick it up and just see the dust. You see the lines. (laughs) Do you enjoy it? Yes. Oh, wow. I will walk in, in the past, I will walk into a woman's house when her bathroom's bad. Oh, I think it's that's a smart it. move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bounce. a good indicator. They can't keep a bathroom clean. No, they're not they're... keeping their privates clean. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no kidding. What? You can't keep a sink clean. That's a big stretch. That's a big stretch. Yeah, those, those are those are like the two rooms that need to be cleaned mm-hmm. all the time. Yes, like bathrooms and kitchens because I cannot stand a dirty bathroom. It, it, I get anxiety about it. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta clean it right. You know, my what about like, when you go into a restaurant and you see a dirty bathroom? Doesn't that, doesn't that like? Yeah. I cringe. It's I cringe. I'm it's like, off-putting. Yeah. I know. You want, clean up your you toilet paper. Want me to ruin some stuff for you guys? <laughs> oh, god. Marty, Here we yeah. Go. Marty, that should Marty be a ruins segment. everything. Ahead, ruin my day. I used to work for Coca-Cola back in the day before mm-hmm. I was a comedian. And you used to have to go into restaurants all the time. You go into their basements and into the kitchens, wherever they would. You'd have to store oh, stuff. Oh, man. So I... This is back in the day. I mean, we're, yeah. And we're talking like 100 to 200 restaurants that I would go into their kitchens like every year mm-hmm. and week after week. And I'm going to be honest, maybe, maybe 30% were clean enough that I was like, hmm. Only 30%? Like oh, yeah. big name companies? By the way, if you ever order Chinese food from anywhere... Never do, right? If you ever order from anywhere... You have such a. There's fecal matter in your. I mean, dim sum. I, I'll say this: there used to be like bags of rice, like on pallets. You know, right. they have yeah. bags of rice, and you just see like mouse poop around them, and then you see like, a mouse run by. So it's not like what is that? And that's uh, not that's not like the exception to the rule. That was like the rule, and a clean place was the exception. Uh, no. Oh, gross. And I was going to apologize to anyone who owns a Chinese restaurant, but I realized no one's listening to this that owns a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, until they get letters like... <laughs> yeah, but even then they're not going to understand it. That, I'm unless I'm speaking in numbers. I mean, they can't, you can't even say, uh, like, give me an egg roll combo. You have to say, give me a D6. You think they know that I'm... You know? That is nasty. That is just gross. Yeah, I... Um, well, I'm, I'm mad about Chinese restaurants because they don't serve gluten-free stuff, so I miss my Chinese food. I'll still eat it, though. I love... Are you fr- gluten intolerant? Yeah. Man, that's more and more people. I heard that it's not a gluten intolerance. That's actually the chemicals that they're using, the pesticides and well, stuff. Well, that's what it is. On the, on the wheat. But it's also, I think, probably because 
the wheat has been grown a certain way for so long that eventually it just grows. <laughs> it literally just <laughs> sprouts with the pesticides already yeah. built into its contaminated soil. Yeah. Well, I have Crohn's disease, so I've I have like all these digestive issues. Ooh, can I ask you a question? Sure. Not to cut you off. Oh no, that's this fine. is an important question. When you were young, mm-hmm. did you have skin problems? Yes, I did. Did you use Retin A? What? Retin A, the N- cream for your oh, no, acne. No, no. I didn't. I actually had it on my arms real bad and on my back. Skin issues? Because yeah. uh, some stuff that you use to treat acne mm-hmm. can cause Crohn's disease, and people don't realize that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I, I Here's your fact today. I think I just use, like, over-the-counter stuff. Okay. Um, like, when I was a kid, I would get, like, the, these little red bumps all over my arms and stuff, and my mom thought it was just called baby acne that's what they called mm-hmm. it back yeah. in the day and come to find out that's a sign of gluten intolerance it's like histamine reaction <clears throat> yeah and um oh, so you were gluten intolerant before it was cool yeah right before it was I, well, I, before i even knew i wasn't diagnosed with crohn's until 2013 but wow. i went yeah went through my whole life with digestive issues and didn't know until then but uh but uh a year ago i got put on medical marijuana good and, for you girl and well, I couldn't afford my Crohn's meds anymore. And you, you don't want to take that stuff because no. the side effects aren't worth it, and it's not—it's a band-aid to the bigger issues because exactly. Crohn's is an inflammatory disease. Yep. And a lot of it is dietary-based, and when you're born a certain way, mm-hmm. your ancestors have eaten a certain way, you're going to be susceptible yep. to, you know, all sorts of issues. But especially with Crohn's, that's hard because it's so uncomfortable. The symptoms are so inconvenient. And inconsistent. In, and inconsistent. You can't really plan for that, but it's mm-hmm. so sensitive to diet. Yeah. Like, basically, are, do you have a strict diet now? I just, uh, well, when I went in and they um, evaluated all my symptoms and everything, they, you know, gave me the prescription for medical marijuana. So I got put on That's a high, awesome. high uh, uh, <coughs> milligram? milligram of CBD. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a little bit of THC in it. And that can be a good, re- uh, it basically like delivers it. Some people can recept the THC a little bit better when the T- CBD is yeah. attached. I do have a one, I have the vape pen for pain, mm-hmm. which is mostly all a THC, which gets, gets, can get me higher than a kite. Let me tell you. Amen, <laughs> sister. God bless but, you. But, uh, I only do that at night. No one's I... judging you. You have 55 kids. <laughs> do you see what just happened? You have 55 children. <laughs> You see what just happened? She was a girl making fart noises before the last commercial break, <laughs> and you brought up medical marijuana, and she snapped into She's a doctor. Dr. Jessica yeah. Musso, head of the University of Minnesota Research Hospital. I love THC. I love. So I you love have inflammation? That. Yeah, and that's an inflammation. What what, uh, what enzyme? What enzyme? She's breaking it down. <laughs> She does, she does this to me. She sends me articles on micronutrients. We talk it's, about it all the time. I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. in medicine working. Okay, yes. in a pharmaceutical approach. I'm a firm believer that there's a lot of pharmaceuticals that can help people alleviate. What pharmaceuticals fail to do is get to the root issue and the causes of these diseases, which more often than not are dietary and lifestyle influenced. Yeah. I mean, when you look at our, our medical industry and just the pharmaceuticals alone, the history of it was plant-based. We learned all of our medicine from the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And then Carnegie who was rich from his oil money, realized that you can make a synthetic molecule that is found in almost every single pharmaceutical drug that's on the market right now. Mm -hmm. And Carnegie changed the history of how people were prescribed medicine. It was it, it was all synthetic drugs. He was one of the richest dudes. He was like, you know, one of those robber barons back in the day was like in control of everything. Basically was like, let's rewrite the way things are done. Mm-hmm. Rockefeller got on board because he had a bunch a bunch of money too, and that's where our medication comes from. And we've totally gone away from a healthy approach. We're no longer curing anything. No, we're just creating more patients. It's yep. a business. Oh, it definitely is because like the side effects. I was on Humira oh, for a long, and that stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Max. Oh, don't worry about it. He hears that word all the time. Trust what me. kind of meds do you have to be on to not swear? <laughs> Do you know the whole time that she said all that? This is how long we've been on the road together. I just tuned it all out, and all I heard was like, I guess we're not ever playing Carnegie Hall. (laughs) No, we're not. I I totally get what she's saying, because especially with somebody who has a chronic illness like I do, trying to find, and it's like they're just treating my symptoms. I'm like, no, I don't. 
You want to just treat my symptoms. I want to alleviate my symptoms. I want them to go away and just stay in remission. Have you done any blood type uh, approach to your diet? Mm-mm. I didn't mean to turn this into like a. Uh, this is Dr. Police. Well, we got to well, we take a quick break. We can talk more about it. Let's talk well, more about your digestive system when we yes. come back. That is such a fun <laughs> thing to do. We're right. going to get inside your intestines after this break. Oh. Yes, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We Brought to you right by Carnegie back. Pharmaceuticals. We'll be right back with Justin Apalooza. Oh, I just want to mention real quick, though, you're going to be at House of Comedy this weekend. Yes, tonight. With my brother, with my brother Marty. Yay. Yes, tonight, 7 30 and 9 45, and then Saturday and Sunday. 7 and 9.30. Or no, it's one shot Sunday. One, on one Sunday. shot. We're going to be busy riding horses all day Sunday. Yes. But yes. yes, we have a show Sunday night at 7, Saturday 7 and 9.30. Yes. Come out. Great. Plenty of times to come out and see us and laugh and alleviate your Crohn's disease. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back with Jessica May Peluso. I'm Cassie Schrader sitting in for Tom. JV's here. I mean, we have a full crew, plus my youngest boy is here. Max is here. Of course, we were talking about my guts. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about your small intestine. Yeah. And then just, yeah, the problem that we have with the pharmaceutical company. Now, the problem I had with my Humira, I was taking it, I took it for like two years or something like that. And it got to the point where I could not afford it anymore because my insurance, you know, after the Affordable Hair, uh, Affordable Hair, Affordable <laughs> Health Care Act, Act was enacted, um, I, my medication was $1,500 a shot. And I, they wanted me to take four shots a month. It's crazy. Like the pricing of medicine in this country is, it, it should be criminal. It is. Oh, I yeah. know. The yeah. prices of medicine in this country since 2012 has gone up 40 percent. Well, this state is about to enact legis- legislation on. Um, Insulin. I hope they right, do. Right, because that's one of the most expensive drugs, which is right, insane right. because that affects the most people. Mm-hmm. And actually, You can insulin, buy in Canada for, like, peanuts. I was yep. going to say, insulin is cheap. Yeah. But it's all the other stuff that they develop mm-hmm. that they need money for. So they know people need insulin, so they raise the price of insulin. And then insulin, because people need that, uh, is also dietary-based. And when you look at... <laughs> Our um, meal plans that we have in this country, <laughs> every food we eat is inflammatory. And that's why I was asking you about your diet because you said your doctor said you just needed to go gluten-free. Did she not even talk about, like, w- dairy or meat intake or any well, of that? Well, she did. I mean, she did say, because I'm lactose intolerant. Of course. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we all well, are because we're not supposed to drink milk. Yeah. I See, I don't <laughs> drink milk. I just eat st- I don't eat a lot of dairy. Yeah to begin with because it messes with me. But, like, one of the things that I love to eat that 
tastes good that's gluten free is pizza. I so it's like love I, pizza. I know, and it's like I can't go. So that's probably where I get most of my dairy intake is from pizza, because mm-hmm. gluten free food is expensive and some of it tastes like cardboard. It's not most great. Most of it does. Um, but the gluten free pizzas are good. Can so I, can I snap into Jesse May mode here <laughs> sure. for a second? Mm-hmm. I know you may think that, oh, pizza's bad because of the gluten or because of the cheese, but a lot of people dismiss the tomato. Tomatoes and other nightshade vegetables like um, peppers or uh, certain kind of peppers, they're really inflammatory uh, mm-hmm. for the system. No, they're inflammatory. Like yeah. a tomato, like, and I didn't realize that until I actually cut it out to see what happened. And I felt like a hundred times better. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's tomato. So like that's what I'm saying. If you're having digestive problems and stuff, mm-hmm. but you're eating like chips and salsa, or you're doing like try cutting it out for a couple of weeks. No peppers. No tomatoes. No nightshades. No fun. No fun. I know. Why? Why? But, but also so... like your doctor tells you to cut out gluten, but your doctor didn't tell you to implement anything else into your into your diet. Like you're so you're cutting out. The gluten, but what are you doing to counteract the inflammation? Because that's what's going on in your body. You should look into like inflammatory foods that are good for your blood type, because the blood yeah. type diet it goes back well, to I like see, your I, ancestors. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, like I, I take turmeric supplements, that's good, and stuff like that to help alleviate any inflammation. I mean, ever since <laughs> I got on uh, the medical marijuana and went gluten free, I've haven't had really any issues. That's great. I've I've been in remission without pharmaceutical medications. Yeah, that's since good. that's so, awesome. Yeah, because over uh, like about a year ago, it was a year ago. Um, I was having such bad problems. I was so sick. I thought I was going to have to be hospitalized. Um, and then all of a sudden. Um, one day I had like this bump right here on my hand mm-hmm. and I'm like god is that a bug bite it's really painful and then I would put put my push my hand like if I set it down it felt like my whole hand was broken I'm like what the heck's going on then it started in my ankles that's inflammation and, if, and at first I thought I was like god do I have gout now yep. is it <laughs> sexy <laughs> yeah I know come to find out it was a flare-up of arthritis and that's when I decided to go in uh to get uh, approved for medical marijuana in the state. Crohn's is one of the diseases that is approved for it. And I've been That's on it amazing. ever since. And I, I've been doing so much better. I mean, I still have joint pain, probably from damage of inflammation and stuff. And just every day, you know. And stress. Like, you got mm-hmm. a lot of, you got a lot on your plate. <laughs> I do. I do. I manage it well, though. Yeah. I, you know, luckily the older kids are old enough to help out. Yeah, that's, you know? that's vital. And he tries to help me. Look, he just put Bunny on the table. He did a good job. <laughs> He's helping. He tries to help. <laughs> he does. Sometimes he makes a bigger mess than what he's actually supposed to be doing. But, it, you know, it's the thought that counts, I think. But I, I still think it goes back to <clears throat> the way we process our food, the way we yes. develop our food yeah. and whatnot. Um it does. There's... At age 52, I'm 57 now. I um, You're 57? Yeah. Developed a nut allergy. You look younger than me. You have a nut allergy? Yeah. What the heck? And, it, and it's not like I need to carry an EpiPen. It's like if I do enough sunflower seeds, peanuts, and some other nuts, I'll wake up the next morning with a sore throat. Yeah. Oh. It's interesting yeah. when you get older. Like when you yeah. eat something so long in your life and then your body's like, nope. Really? Yeah, and it was the strangest thing because, you know, I would work baseball games. Yeah. And I'd be in the dugout and I'd so be yeah. doing seeds. And next morning I'd wake up and I'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, I think I'm coming down with something. So that game and like, and I wouldn't do any seeds. I'd wake up the next morning be fine. Huh. It, it took me like three years to catch on what the heck was going on. But, yeah. Huh. So... I was like that with walnuts, you know. The doctor was like, stop putting those in your ass. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's why I'm itchy there. <laughs> I, I recently can't, I can't drink red wine. Oh, really? I am so heartbroken. That's because you're an alcoholic. It has nothing I to do with an alcoholic. I am so <laughs> heartbroken. I love to have like a nice glass of red wine. And it's, it's the preservatives. It's like he's saying. Like yeah. it's a way we're processing these foods and we start to you know, develop an issue with them. Yeah. Red wine. I had to go buy organic red wine. You know what's amazing? Uh, when you go to Canada, like we were just in Canada last week or whatever, the week before, when you when you eat in Canada, like the bread or whatever you have, it just tastes 
better uh-huh. than what you have here and you realize it's because everything here is so loaded down with like you're talking about it's, it's over processed and GMOs i'm there it's not. And well yeah because yeah, my husband he he goes overseas every year for a group a group trip with his yep. listeners and he and he suffers from chronic migraines joint pain and everything when he says he goes over there and eats yeah. he doesn't feel that no that drag yeah. that he does when he's here eating yeah he says that it you know it's in a taste better and, yeah. and it's like why why do we have to add all this crap into our food but that's I, the thing that people like i get so aggravated with people who are like hey, you you want to restrict the free market and hey uh, pharmaceuticals free market it's like there's certain types of things where the government should step in and be like hey Mm-hmm. This is making people sick. Don't do it anymore. Yep. We're not allowing that, you know. And mm-hmm. and and medicines, one of them, and foods, another one. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Canada, like those, those are two things. Like the pharmaceutical companies all do business in Canada. Somehow, there's still enough mm-hmm. around yeah. to to do business. Yeah. Cuba has better cancer research than we do here. Mm-hmm. And Cuba is a communist country. But here it's like, oh no, they got to charge a lot because it's research and development. It's not research and development. It's just, they, and it's, they don't even spend the money there because you no. put the shareholder above everybody else, right? right. So, it's all about the money. So, so it's the same thing with the processing foods. Well, you know, Coca Cola, for example, they used to your Coca Cola used to come in cane sugar. So, you, you, the sugar would come from a plantation or whatever, and they would put it in. They would make your Coca Cola, and then all of a sudden, someone was like, oh, uh, we could do this better with corn syrup, yeah. right? But where you know, corn syrup is a synthetic. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't have regular soda. If I drink soda, it either has to be made with real cane sugar or diet because the high fructose corn syrup yes. jack you up. It that's it, so inflammatory. I know. And and my husband's like, well, well, I can't have regular pop. I'm like, I don't know. It just makes me sick. It I love makes how you me feel like I'm pop. A, yeah, <laughs> I know pop, 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 pop. But. Um, <laughs> It's adorable. They're like, oh. <laughs> oh, he makes fun of my Minnesota accent all the time. Yours is I don't really hear it. Maybe oh. it's Syracuse where we kind of sound the same. You do. I don't hear you it do. at all, okay? I don't hear it. I don't understand it. your accent at I, all. I don't hear well, any accent. Well, I suppose being in upstate New York, they kind of talk like Canadians. Similar, yeah. yeah. we got Canada and Midwest. Yeah. A lot of Canadian Midwest settlers over there. we're not far from Canada here, right? Like, oh, no, it's right no. north of us. It's right there, eh? Oh, it's right there. Oh, we take yeah. a rip. We take a rip and go right up there, right? Oh, yeah. It's just right up north there. Um but uh, well, some people think Minnesota's part of Canada. They think we're Canadian. It kind of is. I mean, it's all about <laughs> hockey. A lot, of, a lot of Native American stuff going on. I feel like you guys also believe in Sasquatch the way Canadians do. Oh yeah, there's definitely a Sasquatch. Is there thing Sasquatch? Happening. Is this Sasquatch Seattle. country? Oh yeah, they Squatch country. Red Squatch has been spotted up Come in on. northern Minnesota. Oh Max yeah, has seen him. He was peeking into people's trailers. Come that on. was Marty. The story. <laughs> me or Looking my, for a Lucy Goosey. What's it called? Lucy Goosey. Lucy Goosey. That is something totally different. That's my mom and her heyday. Oh, Nancy Lou. Lucy Goosey. Lucy Goosey. You want to get a little Lucy Goosey? So is your state symbol, just to be clear, is it a Sasquatch? Holding a loon? Holding, no, with a loon under an yeah. arm, eating a Juicy Lucy? Probably. Okay. That needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> I know. We, we need to make so that. Much. Whoever's oh. listening here, please design a shirt with Squatch holding a loon and a loose goose. Yes. And it says Minnesota. This nice. Minnesota. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about that. Oh, I love those those state shirts that you can get at, like, It's got to be saying something polite, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. That would be it. Well, it was funny because we... Um, a, in August, we went out to um, Sox Center, Minnesota, where one of the most haunted hotels is, is the Palmer House Hotel. And my husband's, no. my husband's in a paranormal. How are you going to sit there and Your me? husband's in a paranormal? What do you mean? Well, is he, he an investigator? Yeah. Yes. Well, he just started his new You're not show on find travel. Your, she wants to find her dead dad. Okay. You're well, not going to find him. Really? I see him right What's now. What's his show on travel called? The so, Holzer Files. It just started. That's awesome. Yeah. he's. They're going through and taking old case files from Hans Holzer. But he's he had a radio show <laughs> here. In, <laughs> he's a household name. My name is Hans Holzer, yeah. He's a, he's yeah. a household name in the business. Do you want to see me? Oh, yes, I'm the naked German ghost. Yeah, but he also, <laughs> he, he also hosts uh, Midnight in the Desert, which was Art Bell's old uh, radio program. Oh, my God, Art Bell. Yes, he took over Art Bell's like, show. Oh, my God. Art he, Bell sounds like a wet rag. He used to be Mark like, he was, he, he's he, one, he was out there. there. He's the one who created Coast to Coast AM. Yeah. I don't know what that is. So um, he, he used to have like a really pleasing voice, but he would say the crazy. If you listen to his voice, you'd be like, this is relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm our bail. But then if you listen to what he said, it was the most what disturbing stuff. Say? What would he say? 
It was my best art bell. I don't know how it's. <laughs> he would talk a, a lot about like Area 51. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm into Art Bell. <laughs> yeah. So, your husband, how did he get into paranormal investigating? Um, well, he started his radio show back in 2006 called Darkness Radio, which was in the Twin Cities here. And then now it's moved over to podcast one called Beyond the Darkness. It's Ooh, just on the good weekend. title. But yeah, he he he's been into the paranormal his whole life. He grew up in a haunted house and everything else. Has and, had experiences, I'm assuming. Yes, and he started a radio show, and his career is built off of that radio show. And that he's in Chicago right now because he's doing the Chicago Ghost Con. That's so cool! Does I love ghost stories. Huh? Does he do Collins? Collins? Like to the yeah, would he like call into my podcast? Oh, Collins. Because um, yeah, I want to do that so bad. I want to call him like, hi, I'm a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you want a ghost to call him? Yeah, yeah Midnight in the Desert, they, t- they do take live calls. He, he's live um, Monday through Friday. It's Central Time. It's 11 to 2 a.m. <laughs> Eastern Time, it's 12 to 3 a.m. But And you can listen it on uh, midnightinthedesert.com. 12 to 3 a.m. That's awesome. That's right, mm-hmm. my wheelhouse. Have you guys, have you had an experience? Oh, I've had many. What What was the freakiest one? It's it's, it's October season, so it's... Oh, let's it's see. Well, I just actually mentioned Halloween some season. I did today. But, well, okay, when we were at the Belvoir Winery in uh, Liberty, Missouri, um, I, we were doing an EVP session, okay. which an EVP session is electronic voice phenomena where you record, you, you ask a question, and you play it back. It well, sounds like white noise, and you play it back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> They had like this ghost Dad? box thing where it, you know, it, it records and it kind of has like this echoey sound to it. It's kind of eerie. Okay. And we were asking questions and then we listened to it back and, and nobody else picked up it, but I have really good hearing. And I'm like, wait a minute, go back, go back. And he played it back and I could hear it. It said, somebody asked, are you happy that we're here? It went, get out. And then all of a sudden, they asked like a, a similar question. All of a sudden, you could really hear it and it was angry. It said, get out. Out really. Oh man, that's so great because you can't do nothing to you. You can sit there and piss it off all day. That'd be do that. Well, why would a ghost not want people to show up? You know, you've been alone. Maybe you're alone. Maybe they're having ghost parties and they're like, you guys are totally. Drag. You guys are just a drag on our party right <laughs> I now. I know, right? Asking all these questions. We're just trying to have fun. Get out of here. <laughs> so you think the ghost was literally like, just get out? Yeah, just get out. But yeah, we were at the, um, we go to the Palmer House quite often in Sox Center. and That's the haunted place? Yeah, it's a haunted hotel. It was built, I think it was built in 1901. Why do people think it's haunted? What's the, fa- is there a famous, you know, there's always like a lady in a pink dress yes. that floats with a cup of coffee Well, or there's something. a couple of There's always ghosts. some chicken address. There's always some girl in the hall. Oh, like, oh, my husband hung me. Never a guy in the tux. <laughs> Never a guy in the tux. No. Never. It's always a lady in a shitty dress. Yeah. I know. It's always, it's always the woman. We're That's even crazy awesome. posthumously. It's really rude. Well, one of the famous ghosts at the Palmer House Hotel is Lucy. Lucy Goose. And she was a juicy lady of Lucy. the night. See? She was juicy. Yeah, yeah. Lucy. And then there's the guy who lives across the hall from her is Raymond, and he's an asshole. He's Raymond a sounds like an asshole. He is. He's a jerk. He likes to mess with people, and every time I go, if we try and if somebody He's a ghost, that, though. How does he's he mess with people? Like, what are well, the stories? Okay. You can mess with a ghost way more than they can mess this, with you. This was actually very disturbing. We had, I was using an SLS camera. And what an SLS camera is, it's got, you know, like the Xbox Connect? Yeah. It has that on it, and you have a tablet. And what yeah. it does, it, it picks up the infrared? head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and you get a stick figure. Whoa. Well, it can pick up something that you can't see. Okay. Because it's, it's shining all these, like, uh, laser lights mm-hmm. to to make an image, right? And one time I I was in Lucy's room and I was had it angled into the bathroom. Now I was stepping off to the side because if I angled it in the bathroom, I could see my image in the mirror. So I didn't want it to pick up my image. Does it only pick up organic or does it pick up all shapes? It it can pick up all shapes. Like it, if it saw this camera sitting here, it right. could try and okay. it'll try and map it in. But then it, you can kind of see okay, it's not an actual person or a figure right. it's a pole or There's something a skinny lady with three legs and <laughs> <a shitty head. laughs> exactly but um so i and all of a sudden a figure popped up on the on the on the sink and i'm like oh and i said hello and i said can you please raise your right hand just to see if the all of a sudden the right hand went oh up. come on i have it on youtube you do oh, i do i want to okay, see, see it too and then um i said okay and i said are you, if you're Lucy, raise your hand. Hand went up, arm went up. 
I said, okay. You we'll weren't talk. scared? You're just like, no. okay. No, There's I wasn't. a lady shitting in the sink. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> She'd well, be like, if you're Lucy, do the Macarena. And what's That's weird, what and, and this has happened with other investigators with Lucy. <laughs> Every time Lucy shows up, another figure will pop in. And that other Fucking figure, Raymond. We, we think it's Raymond. And all of a sudden, it looked like Did they Raymond? were intertwining, these two figures. <gasps> they were boning? Ghost no. bone? I think he was choking her because he's known to well, be abusive. They could still be, you know. <laughs> maybe she's into what it. She's into, you know yeah, what I mean? Maybe. I don't Do we know how Lucy died? I mean, I, don't, I honestly, I don't know how she died, but. Probably um, and abuse dances on a fine line. Yeah, and so I started yelling at the other figure. I'm like, Did he not? stop? Yeah, he, he went away. My husband has one too of the same in the same room. All of a sudden, you see Lucy sitting. She goes and sits next to somebody in a chair, and, and she was talking about how her grandmother had just died. The girl, the real person, the real person, and all of a sudden, <gasps> the stick figure puts her like put her hand on her leg, like to say, "Oh, it's okay." And then all of a sudden, this other stick figure, which is probably Fucking Raymond. Fucking Raymond is such a attention whore. It's weird because like there was an overhang on the door. And all of a sudden, this thing crawled up underneath it. It was like spider walking on the ceiling, and then crawled back out. What was he, that? Was that the dog? No, Raymond's that was, dog. It was oh. a. It was shaped like a human, but it was like crawling on all fours. Okay, I need to see these videos. But we saw that one video from the um, Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. Yeah. They, where they have this video that the whole staff claims at this comedy club, which is very old. Yeah. It's an old bank it's an old from, bank. like, the early 1900s. Is that how old that building is? At least a, almost 100 years? 1920, maybe, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's a very old building. Yeah. And the whole staff, when we went there, they were saying, like, it's definitely haunted here. We have this video. And Marty and I were like, okay, whatever. And they sent me this. It's a security camera video, and the, the POV is of the bartender's server station. Mm-hmm. And it's at night after. It was all closed, and they're cleaning up all the... So everything's put away. All the glasses are cleaned. And you can see the bartender in there just kind of, like, putting some stuff away. And the glasses are all in front of them stacked up on this, like, uh, bar area. And between the glasses and the edge of the the bar area, it's probably about, I don't know, like, six and a half inches. So the bartender leaves the frame. And you can see a glass literally fly off, mm-hmm. fly out and down. Yep. And there was nobody in there. They None of them claimed that they were messing around at all, and they're all, like, freaked out. Don't you? You saw that video. I, did, I, I mm-hmm. think I did. I was drunk. You were, was it you? Did you knock it over with your penis? <laughs> um I want Phantom to believe. Venus. All right, so here's one for you. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Ghost stories so much better than no, pop No, this is knees. a ghost story. I'm, I'm, I'm changing gears a little bit because oh, it's in the same vein. Son of a... Uh, alien abduction. Yeah. It's oh. real. I've never said this out loud to anyone before. <gasps> you got we probed. We got an exclusive. <laughs> you got probed in the butt by an alien. Butt. No, uh, that's Max, really funny. cover your ears, earmuffs. <laughs> no, when I was... Uh, oh, what? The boy. kid is such a good kid. I love him. When I was in, like, maybe... Before I knew what alien abductions were, Uh before... Like, because you got to go back to, like... I'm going to say I I was maybe, like, fourth grade? Fourth grade? So that's... How old are you when you're in fourth grade? Well, Uh, how smart are you? You could be 22. Like, nine, (laughs) ten. Nine, nine. so, so around 1981, 82. So that's before there was, like, talk of alien abductions or whatever. Mm -hmm. I had the most vivid... Here's the weird part. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell this person to listen to this after because it, who knows. But I had this ridiculously vivid dream of being abducted onto a spaceship. And this girl that was in my class, who I did have a crush on at the time, though. Probed you in the butt with an no, alien. No, but she, oh, okay. was, she was on the, th- on the same ship. Oh, really? And what's crazy about that? Did and I never said dream? anything. I, but I, and she lives in my town, and she's a friend of mine. I see her like probably once every few years, and uh, I've just never mentioned it to her because oh. I'm like, how do you even bring that up? But would how do you just like, hey, dream? here's a weird thing, man. Do you ever remember? Did she say she had the same dream? Never did. But here's the weird part: the next day, I went to school, and mm-hmm. we saw each other in school. You ever have like a moment where you look at someone and you think like you look at each other kind of like you each know something but you don't know oh, something? Oh, you don't want to talk about it? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought, and it could be me, but I thought in that moment I had that moment. Now, I'm going back to, I remember this so vividly. you were nine, you had a crush on a girl, you imagined you guys boned on an alien ship. I didn't imagine we boned. <laughs> you looked we at her in the adding. hallway and you thought you had, you sent her a telepathic message you and she agreed. You need to give that t-shirt no. where it's got okay. the aliens. It's a valid I love experience. how I listen to all your horse shit, your micronutrients, <laughs> and your goddamn. So I'm telling you oh, this. Bullshit! Alien abduction. 
abduction story ever. I've listened to your. It's based on a dream. I want some hard facts. You got to get them that T-shirt that's got the alien with the spaceship. It says, "Come on, let's go do some butt stuff." Well, <laughs> the girl, her, the girl's name is Nikki LaDuke. Nikki LaDuke is a good name. Yeah, yeah. Nikki LaDuke. That's a yep. great name. Yep, she's she a friend run of mine. So, so now I'm going to send her a message like, "I need you to listen to this podcast." All right. And then tell me. And then if she goes. <gasps> Oh my I saw God. you in the hallway, and I I wondered if you had had the same dream. Then we got something. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Then we got. I'll something. fly back out here with her. We'll do another podcast. <laughs> well, right. I love how that seems so weird <laughs> to you guys. She's over here. The ghost is doing the hokey pokey, and she's like, got video though. We're gonna she's check like, Simon video. says, "Put your hand and in, in, no, no Yours problem." Yours is based off a dream you had when you were eight. A but nocturnal emission. Who dreams? Cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to parent. I'm doing it the wrong. Who? Yeah, a little out of order. It's okay. Who dreams? Who dreams that in the 80s before that was even a real thing? And People were talking kid. about abduction. Well, Fire listen to Midnight in the Desert with Dave Schrader Monday through Friday, and you'll find out because people no, have, have those stories. Mm-hmm. Well, our hour is up, what? sadly. I know. We're ending on abduction. Good luck out there, everybody. <laughs> go to bed with butt plugs. <laughs> Cover your ears. But make sure you go see Justin May Peluso at House of Comedy. With Marty Caproni. Yes. Oh. Tonight, uh, Seven what is it? Seven thirty and nine forty-five. Saturday, seven and nine thirty, and Sunday at seven. We'll be fresh off a horsebacking ride. Yeah. Yes. What did I just say? <laughs> horsebacking. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. Thank it was you. a fun. We covered you. tons of topics. Yeah, lots but of stuff. Up next, we got Adrian Washington and JJ Williamson. I believe. Yes. I want to keep calling them Williams, but it's Williamson. They're going to be and they're going to be at the poorhouse this weekend. So oh, cool. Yeah, nice. But yeah, we love to have our comedians. At Fridays are so. Well, much thanks fun. for having us. Oh Thank yeah, you. and good luck with your gut and your children. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, the two go hand in hand. And your ghost. And, and your ghost. And my ghost. Ghosts and children. We want to see your videos. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll send you a link or something. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you f- so much for coming in. We'll be right back.